welcome to the Doxology Podcast. I'm Lucas Stock. And I'm Jen Snelson. This is a podcast dedicated to journeying together on the road that is the Christian faith. Join us as we discuss and investigate theology and the Christian life, striving for unity amongst our diversity as members of Christ's church. Another week has come to a close. Hopefully it was a good one for you. Hope the boss man didn't work you too hard. <laughs> and that means we are at the uh, the outset of another for October at least, Heretic of History installment, where we are going to attempt to, well, I say we, that's you know easy for me to say, I didn't have to do any work for this one, but Jens is going to share somebody who maybe we could think of as, as representative or at least a good example of, you know, somehow connected to the heresy we talked about on Tuesday's episode monothelitism so without further ado take it away yeah i will say you had a hand in this because as i had told you earlier this week i was having a hard time coming up with an individual uh, because the people that are associated with monothelitism are slightly more obscure there's not a lot about them i mean you can look up their wikipedia encyclopedia britannica um, some of the other places that we typically would go to to help get some background um, it's just like nothing there um, even if I read just like an entire Wikipedia entry, it would take like all of three minutes. Um, although you gave me a list of people and one of the people on that list happened to be Sergius of Constantinople, who's who, who, it's who we're talking about today. And his page, at least on Wikipedia and Encyclopedia Britannica and some others, was far more verbose than any of the other people. Um, plus, he came up in our Tuesday episode and he was a really big, influential, and key figure in the heresy. So he, he may not be like the originator. He may not be the source. It's definitely not named after him. Uh, but I think it at least, I think he's at least a, a fair person to investigate as we, um, I guess, look a little bit deeper at monothelitism in, in greater detail as it pertains to a person. So. We'll just start by saying Sergius was born of Syrian heritage. Uh, very little is known about him. Very, ab Almost nothing is known about his early life. Uh, but we know that he was influential. Uh, he held key positions in the church. And he eventually came to power as the patriarch of Constantinople in 610 AD. Um, we know that he was a supporter of the emperor Heraclius. Um, he even crowned Heraclius himself, which I guess was a was something that just happened back then. The The patriarch would crown the emperor. Um, but the two of them were really good friends, or at least really good close acquaintances, uh, politically speaking. Uh, but to quote the uh, Britannica, Encyclopedia Britannica article, um, in religious matters, particularly concerning Christology, um, Sirius was preoccupied in reconciling dissident Monophysite Christians with the Orthodox decrees of the General Council of Chalcedon. Um, so the Monophysites, um, however, they, they basically resisted Sergius's indoctrination uh, because he continued to maintain a functional humanity in Christ. So about 633, Sergius won recognition for his theory of uh, uh, monoenergism, I believe is how we say that. We talked about that a little bit on Tuesday. Um, which is to say that though Christ had two natures, there was but one operation or energy. Um, so, again, Ser Sergius won recognition of that teaching from Heraclius, um, who then ordered that the doctrine be 
propagated throughout the Byzantine Empire. So further support came about 633 from Cyrus, Patriarch of Alexandria, Egypt, uh, though at first tolerated by Pope Honorius I, um, who basically responded to Sergius's appeal that the terminology needed clarification. Uh, Monoenergism met strong opposition, as led by Sophronius, the Patriarch of Jerusalem, and Maximus, uh, as we talked about again on Tuesday, and later was definitively rejected by the Latin and Greek churches at the Third Council of Constantinople. So, still seeking a solution, Sergius formulated in about 638 the doctrine of monothelitism, which, again, we, we've already said it like five times, but if you want to get a deeper dive into that, go back and check out Tuesday's episode. Uh, but it essentially asserted that Christ had both divine and human natures, uh, but only one divine will. So although this teaching was incorporated into Heraclius's imperial edict, which was called the Ecthesis, that same year, it was actually repudiated by the Monophysites and the Orthodox parties, and the later uh, Latin church declared it heretical at a Roman council. So that was sort of quoting the the overarching, like, here's the, the main focus of who Sergius is. Um, again, monothelitism was really complex, really convoluted. It isn't so much like a, here's a guy who like has this teaching that is then propagated. It more has to do with like theological, political, historical details. Um, and so that, I think that succinctly captures some of the the major movements of of his life right so going from you know rising to being patriarch um working politically with the the emperor and like edicts going out and teachings being um supported and decried and so uh, sergius dies in december of of 638 um, only months after heraclius had instated the ecthesis so this teaching is out in the world um, and so Sergius has passed away, um, and, and despite the strong initial spread of monothelitism, 640 brought an abrupt end. Um, a series, Basically, a, a really strange series of events um, happened. Uh, some of the popes, um, some of the some of the leaders in the church in this region, they die. Um, successors come in. And the successors are actually strong opponents to these teachings. So like Pope John IV, for example, and then emperors Constantine III and Constans II were also more of the orthodox practice, the orthodox belief. And, and it seems like they actually removed the ecthesis or the ecthesis as the official imperial doctrine as, by the request of Pope John IV. So... If, if I'm like understanding even what I'm saying here, if I'm understanding what the research that I have been doing, uh, basically Sergius and Honorius work together, um, or I should say, my bad, that was uh, Sergius and Heraclius uh, work together, formulate this idea, are trying to unite the churches, um, and it goes out as an edict that like this is what the church is to believe. Uh, those leaders sort of pass on. Uh, are replaced by other leaders, and then that doctrine, monothelitism, is removed, uh, is done away with by more imperial edicts. Um, and so this effectively crushed the remaining foundation of monothelitism um, as really the orthodox teachings quickly restored, were restored back throughout the empire. 
Um, so by 680, all monothelite, monothelite support had faded, um, and orthodox belief was in somewhat full order again. Um, it, it was interesting, the resulting Roman Easter Synod of uh, uh, 680 concluded that Christ had two wills and that all who had opposed this belief were to be condemned as heretics. And so monothelitism was finally declared a heresy at the Third Council of Constantinople, as we said on Tuesday. This was the Sixth Ecumenical Council. Um, so it was decried as a heresy. And so Patriarch Sergius of Constantinople and Pope Honorius um, were also condemned in this council as heretics. So that's why I think it's appropriate that we're able to have him here as, as a heretic of history because he was condemned as a heretic. Um, interestingly, Pope Honorius I, who was sort of in, installed during this time, uh, remains the only condemned pope to this day. Uh, but as quoted from the council there, basically it says, quote, Honorius, sometime pope of old Rome, as well as the letter of the latter, to the same Sergius, we find that these documents are quite foreign to the apostolic teachings, to the declarations of the holy councils, and to all the accepted fathers, and that they follow the teachings of the heretics, end quote. Um, basically a formal repudiation of Sergius and those associated with him and his teaching of monothelitism. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like this this week was one of those weeks where there was a lot of historical background to sort of sift through, a lot of details that, you know, are, are challenging to, to maneuver. So I hope that Tuesday was clear. I hope that this episode was clear as we somewhat briefly discussed, discussed Sergius of Constantinople. Uh, but it, it, in some small measure, that was his life. Um, I'm sure there are other things that could be said about him, but they have been lost to history. So that is all I'm going to say. Well, 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 that concludes another heretic of history similar to Tuesday, probably our most unique heretic of history installment. Um, but I think very helpful, and I think it is extremely intriguing to think about these people being condemned by councils who are patriarchs and popes, you know, and, and uh, you know... Not that condemning a bishop is a small deal, but condemning a patriarch and condemning a pope, that's an even, even bigger deal. So uh, fascinating stuff. Thanks for, thanks for all this work. I mean, I know, I know it wasn't easy this week, so I'm kind of glad it was not my turn. But uh, thank you, and thank you for listening and tuning into this episode of the Doxology Podcast. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on Twitter at Doxology Podcast or reach us by email at doxologypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, future episode ideas. Um, we are so grateful for your support, especially during these sort of, you know, oh, special occasion months that we do, like October. Uh, thank you for, for all of the support, liking, sharing, retweeting, listening, downloading, all that stuff. If you'd like to go above and beyond, we've got t-shirts available. We have a link in our Twitter bio. Um, we are super excited about uh, all of you guys tuning in this month and super grateful, like I said. And until next time, we'll see you next time.